why would you want to listen to two old guys yelling at clouds? And the worst thing, one of them is a fucking Swifty. Anyways, if you're still listening, here's Adam and Steven. Yes, this is the Old Men Who Yell at Clouds podcast when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. Are you sure? Welcome to it. I, I'm sure. We got a lot of co- we got a lot to cover today. It is uh, episode number 95. It is Sunday, February 27th. It is approximately noon. We are podcasting live from Vancouver, British Columbia. My name is Adam, and I would like to introduce my bearded co-host. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. How are you doing? Oh, we'll get into that. Uh, but before we do, you can support our podcast by hitting our website, oldmanhaleatclouds.com, and subscribing to our podcast. And if you want to help us out at all, please donate to our show, because I have to buy new monitors. Let's right get into it. As you can okay. tell, I'm on my old setup from when we first launched this fucking thing. I had, I, I'm coming off 10 days of vacation. Day nine, actually day eight. I lose a monitor. So the way, the reason you sent me a note, why don't you use your other monitors? Well, I can't use it because I'm using a piece of software that allocates different things to my monitors. So I have it all set up. So if I hit something else, it fucks it up. And because Windows is too stupid to realize that one's fucking crapping out and coming back in, I can't turn off the software. So when I put it back in, it pops back in and then it just... It sits there and hangs, and as it's hanging, the monitor craps out and dies, and I can't do anything. So I had to go fucking monitor shopping yesterday. I've had these Dell monitors in the back. I've had them for about 15 years, I think. They are Dell, I don't even know the model number, but they're 219 inches. So I, um, it's, it's their time has come. They've served me well. For sure. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. Uh, so at first, I'm like, fuck. Because I, when it first started happening, I was like, okay, well, I have to go and look for monitors. They don't make 19-inch monitors anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, not one bit. And these are <laughs> these are um, LED panels, like the first gen. I mean, they did pretty good. I have one dead pixel on the right one, but everything else is actually pretty good. So they, they served me well. So on my monitor hunt yesterday, I went to where we all go to check prices right off the bat, and it's Best Buy. So I went to Best Buy yep. online, and I was looking at them, and they had these Samsung whatever ones. I'm like, okay, cool. They seem to match my specifications. But before we get into that, I have a very limited workbench. So I have a bench. I have a monitor stand thing on top. I have 47 inches of usable space. I do a diagram. This is actually pretty good. Special so, diagram time. Oh, had to. So I don't know if you can see this. Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's, it. it's pretty much my workbench area, ready to rock. So it has adult, all the specifications of how much space I can have and how much width I can have, whatever it is. Right. So when I'm talking to these guys yesterday, trying to buy El Cheapo monitors because I'm fucking broke, the cheapest, shittiest BenQ monitor was about 250 And it was a 22-inch 250 that would fit in the specifications that I had. It's a little over... I have 47 inches to work with, uh, but because I'm using these Bose Companion 5 speakers, I lose 5 inches of space on each side because of the speaker stands. I'll be able to play with them a little bit because they obviously don't take the need 5 inches, so it should be okay. But So I went to Best Buy. They didn't have anything. I went there in person looking at it because I have to measure them out physically to make sure they work. But um, they didn't have any of the good ones. They're web order only. The guy recommended a couple other ones, but they were too big. And I'm like, okay, well, let's get rid of the dualies. Let's try try to find something else that's not a dual monitor because I like dualies. I became a fan of dual monitors because 
Back in the old CFOX Control Studio, we had two fucking rectangular square monitors. And they were the greatest thing ever. So after I played with those for the, like the first year, I'm like, I have to get to a monitor. So I ever, so yeah, 2004, I got those. So these, come to think about, these are 18 years old. Holy shit. Wow. Well, they've so done they, well. They, they've, they've done well. But anyways, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe upgrade to like an ultra HD monitor, like a 2732 or 34 inch. Yeah. And then have the fake bezel inside. But all those monitors are too big. They won't fit in my space or they don't have them because of the chip shortage because right. everyone's fucking buying monitors so mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm in a i'm in a very bad spot to buy monitors so anyways uh so i was at best buy didn't have them i googled it so i went to canada uh, canada computers to find them same thing the ben q went to memory express across the street on broadway there broadway in cyprus and they had the same Ben Q ones. There's nothing. Ben Q seems to be the only ones who make a small enough monitor. I'm like, for fuck's sake! So I'll just go home and edit, or just buy those ones, those Samsung ones off of uh, Best Buy. But then I'm like, okay, well, fuck this. I'll try London Drugs and Staples. So I'm away home from those places. I went to London Drugs, and I saw those. I was talking to the guy. I'm like, I told him my situation, and he goes, Oh, we have a super special right now. We have the uh, Samsung Odyssey 24 inch monitors. They're usually 374 but they're on sale this week for a buck 50 i'm like wow. done and so there were 20 they're 224 inches but because they're curved the the uh, real state of them is actually smaller oh, okay. so i i think they're gonna work but uh they're still in boxes downstairs because i got them late last night and i'm like okay well i didn't have time to do it last night and there's not enough time in the morning before we go so i get up around 11 so if i've tried to Put it all together as I'm trying to get up and ready to rock. We wouldn't be recording at noon. So hopefully by next week, we will be up and running with brand new monitors. There's the monitor story. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> See, here's the key or here's the question. Well, key, whatever. Yeah. You're just lazy. You got to get up earlier sometimes. <sighs> <laughs> I need a full eight hours, you know, yeah, seven. Yeah. I, can, I can do six hours, but uh, how many hours of sleep do you get a night? Actual sleep time or going to bed and getting up? Actual sleep uh, time, I probably only get like five hours of sleep or something. Shit. Maybe six. And what time are you in? What time are you in shutdown? So, like ready in bed? Yeah, so we go about ten thirty ish, something like that. That's not, bad. That's not bad. But I'm up, like I'm up at six o'clock you're, every day. You're cracking on. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm older than you, and I can handle it. So you should be able to handle it. <laughs> Well, let's just trade shifts. You can now work from three forty-five uh, to two okay. fifteen. Okay, but but you didn't work last night, did you? No, you didn't work last night. So no nope. excuses. No. Nope. Uh, la- last night is a girlfriend night, so right. I was yeah, okay. I was with her in the evening, uh, and but we were in bed by two. So I actually did get. I I, I was still up at ten thirty here by eleven, getting ready to rock. Uh, so. Okay. But my watch says I got eight hours sleep, so that's what counts. I got eight hours and one minute, which is all I need to successfully carry on my day. Very good. Sorry, back to the monitors, though. I think yeah, maybe yeah. maybe some better monitors will do your vision, your maybe help with your headaches, whatever it might be. Oh, I hope so, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're going to talk about that or not. Uh, oh, but, yeah. Um, I'm ready. So, so that could be a plus if you're spending lots of time in front of your computer, and you probably do. 
So yeah, we may, all do. maybe that'll help. I hope so. We'll see what happens. We'll be will it be the hot update next week? Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Uh, let's talk tech stuff off the bat. Are you? Did you replace your battery off your in your no Dell laptop? Not no, yet? I still haven't received it. You know, okay, uh, and, and, and and okay for the fiftieth time we're talking about this now. <laughs> it looks like the problem is once again Canada Post. The the <laughs> the the battery was entered into their system on February 9th. Um, I don't think it actually. How many days is that? Uh, I don't think it actually left. Uh, I thought it was Scarborough. I think I mentioned that. It was Mississauga because it came from the States. So it came through customs. I think it was uh, February 17th when it was logged in. It came through customs and then it was shipped on February 17th. According to the website, it's still in transit. It finally hit Richmond last night. So we're talking okay. 10 days, 10 days to come from Mississauga to Richmond. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bullshit. And now yeah. they're saying it's going to come or finally arrive on March 1st, which is Tuesday. I'll believe yeah. it when I see it. How, <laughs> how fucking long is it going to sit in Richmond before I finally get it at, delivered to my door? Yeah, that'll be uh, yeah. 21 days. Yeah. Yeah, see? Since you placed so, the order. So that's, that's just, it, it's bullshit. Like, I knew there was yeah. a delay when I ordered it because the company was going through some COVID issues, and I don't think that they were able to ship it right away. But that was before all this. That was before the February 9th. Like, I ordered it, what, the end of January, I think? Uh, and they said, yes, there would be a couple weeks delay, and they probably wouldn't ship until February 8th or February 9th. So I think they, they did their part. Again, this this yeah. is this is Canada Post, man, and I just I can't deal with those assholes anymore. Why why should anybody give them any money? Why should anybody deliver shit through Canada Post? The only reason why Canada Post is alive, and I know this from being back doors and being in the back meetings of it, is because they actually hit everywhere in Canada. Yeah. So they will hit the weird streets that Amazon or yeah, true FedEx or you that they don't have access to. So. That's the only reason why. Because if you're in a remote little city, I don't know which one's remote now. I have no idea. But if you're in a remote little city here in Canada, if you order from Amazon, FedEx, UPS, or whatever it is, you have to physically go and pick it up. Yeah. Whereas if you order from Canada Post, it'll get delivered to your door. So that's the only... And it's obviously uh, funded by our government. But um, yeah, that's the only reason why they are pretty much still around. They don't pay their delivery agent shits. It's just a big it's it's a dog and pony show like i was there for three years and it was uh yeah it was stressful there was a lot of behind the stuff going a lot of being abused in a big corporation that you don't really know about until you reread the rules it's uh it was a tough gig to be honest with you if i was started there when i was you know 18 right out of high school i'd be in a better spot wouldn't be bitching about them as much well still would be because you're not getting your package in a timely manner because and that's really unacceptable even though they entered on February, when did you order? End of January. Well, end, end of January, it was it went through the Canada Post system, February February 9th, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's you know that's a week for them, which is a pretty decent turnaround for stuff. But three weeks to get it to you in your hands is kind of bullshit. I would expect a week and a half, two weeks, because it's coming from across the country. But now it's three weeks. Yeah. If it arrives on Tuesday, then okay, well fuck you guys. But if it doesn't arrive on Tuesday, you don't get it by next time we chat. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, your explanation makes sense. It does. Re- re- they do reach remote areas more than yeah. anybody else would. But when you're talking major centers, any major city, 
any larger town, uh, again, unless it's way up in the sticks somewhere in the middle of British Columbia where, you know, population is zero. Um, it's, uh, yeah, there's, there's no, there's no excuse. If you're a major city again, Mississauga, I don't know how many people, Mississauga is a bigger city. It's not Vancouver, but it's not Toronto, but still that's right. Mississauga to Vancouver takes three fucking weeks. No, that's, that's bullshit. That's uh, that's so anyway, so no, no other update there. Maybe next time, if it arrives on time, maybe next time we chat next weekend, I'll be, have the new battery installed and everything will be cool and we can move on from this debacle <laughs> for a fucking laptop battery. I've been, like, I've been going through this now for two months, like since yeah. just before Christmas, uh, it's been two months and I still don't have the new fucking battery installed. So crazy. Fucking horse shit. Yeah. Um, I do want to watch update from you. Because uh, we a little while ago, I think around Christmas, just before Christmas, just after Christmas, you bought a Samsung watch. Yeah. Are you still happy with it? Do you find yourself using it more that you have it on your wrist? Are you be incorporating it into your daily life, or is it just kind of there? No. Because I, I get from the impression that it was just kind of there when you first had it. But yeah. are you now looking for it and using it for what it's worth now? Yeah, for sure. I, I would say yes. Um, it was a matter of getting used to something being on my wrist all, uh, permanently. So yeah. just just getting used to the feel. Uh, but I think I'm using it a fair bit more. You know, we went out for a drive yesterday. We had to pick up a couple of things. So I mentioned before that the map functionality is really cool. So Google Maps, yeah. it's probably the only, like you said, the only thing that we really kind of still rely on for Google anymore. At least at least yeah. I do anyways. I don't use, well, I prefer not to use any of Google's um, apps or services at all, uh, unless I really have to. So anyways, that functionality is really good. Everything goes to your watch. Uh, All of the turn directions and stuff like that go to your watch. Of course, it still comes up on your phone and you know, you got your voice commands and everything like that. Uh, We were out driving and I had a phone call come through on my phone. All I did was tap my watch and declined it. Um, Yeah. Again, it's convenience. It's stuff like that. It's really kind of cool, nice to have stuff. It's not gonna. It's not like it's a necessity or anything like that. But it's yeah. It's, it's it, cool. I'm finding it to be pretty cool. I have started using Shazam again. Not that I'm a big fan because again of all the tracking and data collection and all that kind of stuff. And of course, Shazam is owned by Apple now. Yeah. Uh, but I I haven't logged into it or created an, an account or anything like that. But I've got that installed and and running on my phone and of course now my watch so that picks up yeah music when i want to know what something is it'll go out and let me know so that's kind of cool again it's just kind of fun things to to have at this point i still want to try and take advantage of the well the sleep functionality i've been kind of monitoring that the heart rate stuff i still hope to do more testing on kind of the health area of it though so so it does track steps, and so I've been watching all that kind of stuff. But you know, just start tracking workouts, and I haven't done any of that sort of yeah testing with the watch or anything yet. So that'll be the next thing I think. Anyway, overall, okay. I, li- I like it. I enjoy it. So yeah, and once you get going with it, like I track all my I work out. I'm in the gym or physio clinic with the personal trainer every Wednesday and Saturday, and uh, she puts me through the ringer in a good way. Uh, and it's my heart rate goes up. I get the exercise minutes. It's it feels really good. But I forgot to start it yesterday, so I don't get the fucking credit for it. So that's a thing. But uh, yeah, it's it's really good. I, I I enjoy my Apple Watch. You obviously have the yeah. Samsung one, but they're both cool pieces of tech. Again, like you don't. It's kind of like a niche 
or like a, oh, not really mini niche, but kind of like a, an accessory that's kind of, you don't really need, but it's nice to have. I, I don't know if, if there's a better way to explain it than that, but I've had a watch ever since I could fucking walk. Yeah. So for me, getting a watch was just second nature. So I've had this, I've had to, since Series 2 launched maybe 10 years ago, and now I'm on a Series 6 for my watch. So right. I love them, yeah. I, I recommend them to everyone. And do you d- does uh, a Samsung Pay work for your watch, or do you just tap your watch and hit things now? Is it, or is oh, you yeah. still no, using your phone for No, it? no, Sam, Samsung Pay is, is on the watch, and it works good. I think so far, awesome. for some reason, I've only been able to connect my credit card and not my debit card. And I haven't really looked into why. Actually, since I first got it, I haven't tried reconnecting the debit card anyways i should try that again mm-hmm. but that's been functioning right from the beginning for the credit card so and it's yeah it's, awesome. it's simple yeah you don't have to pull the phone out or anything and and again that's just simple simple first world things that we're we're talking about here right and you know it's uh it's stuff like that you know you know where we've got it pretty good where we can talk about these things and have access to these things and bitch about these things if they're not working right. So that's that's the that's the funny thing we bitch about. You know, with some of the stuff, other stuff we talk about, and some of the other issues that are you know going on in this world right now, and how good we have it, I suppose, because we do. Yeah. Compared to we do have it really good compared to other other people, and uh, so you know, I don't I don't want to. I don't want to, what's the, what's the word? I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not trying to rub it in obviously or, you know, anything like that. But again, you have to kind of just feel uh, thankful that, you know, we can (laughs) talk about stuff like this and, you know, so anyway. Bitching about watches and batteries that power my laptop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We have it pretty good. Some people don't have these things and they would, they're looking to have clean drinking water and, eat proper meals and have some shelter and stuff like that. Right. So it's yeah. in the big scheme of things. Um, yeah, we've, we've got it good. We got it good. Uh, speaking of having it good, I've been on holidays for the last, uh, this is day 11 of holidays. My last day of holidays, it went by really quick. I don't remember doing much. I just kind of <laughs> relaxed. And, and well, by the time I knew it, like the week last weekend was family day long weekend. Yeah. And that weekend went by so quick. And before I realized what I was doing, it was Wednesday. Uh, but while I was planning for the holidays, I've made time to see a bunch of people who I haven't been able to see because of my work schedule. And I can't do a podcast with all of them. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. time to... Uh, uh, so I, there's been a lot of meetups or coffees or uh, I did a couple of breweries. But it was, it was a pretty relaxed little break. Uh, I am seeing a friend of the show, Sean Byrne, this evening oh, for... Cool. Uh, Heading out his way to the distant city of Poco, and yes, there is electricity in Poco. But um, so I'm heading out to see him later on this evening, and he's my last stop before I uh, before I get to the grind this week or before I start work again tomorrow. Last week I teased something that I was gonna supposed to get done last weekend, but it never ended happening. But I'll talk about it now because hopefully I don't know when it's going to happen now. But uh, as we I've mentioned and we've mentioned off the top, I've been having headaches. And I can't figure out why these headaches are happening. They're migraines. The only one that seems to dull them are Tylenols. 
Uh, my doctor did say she wants to give me some Tylenol 3s. I'm like, I don't want to go that way. I'll just fucking fight through it. And I'm not the only one to have headaches. I mean, everyone's having headaches. But for them to come on so suddenly and so intense, she thinks there's something wrong. So I went and booked an appointment to see a neurologist. And in a meeting with him or over the phone meeting before I was able to get a brain scan, he's like, limit your screen time to one to two hours a day. You know, don't strain your eyes. He's like, I don't know how often you drive, but keep driving to a minimum. I'm like, well, I have to get to work. He's like, you got to do work. You got to get there. And I explained to him what I do for uh, BCRTC SkyTrain. And he's like, okay, that shouldn't be too bad. I was like, does noise affect you? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, well, that's weird. But uh, I was supposed to go see him for a scan this week, but some specialist called him in for surgery. So that got denied. (laughs) Um, And now because of this and because he has a backlog, I don't know when I'm going to be able to go for a rescheduled appointment. Wow. So it's, uh, you know, and that was, I don't know when I started bitching about it, but it was probably, I noticed it. I knew there was maybe a quote unquote problem uh, actually at the beginning of December because I started getting this. It's normal to get a headache every once in a while, but um, I don't, it's been constantly every day. So that's when I'm like, okay, oh, I need to go get this looked at. Something's wrong. And it's now been, what month is it? February, almost March. Yeah. So it's almost been about three months of daily constant headaches. Mind you, this, the pain level of it has gone down. Like they're not mind numbing or quote unquote migrainey. There's no stabbing in between my eyes or the back of my head, but they're still there. And uh, so I was hoping to get a scan, but that's not happening until it's a rescheduled appointment. So. We'll just have to see. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, I'm thankful that they have gone down in pain, and there's been you know one or two days when it's been headache free. I'm like, oh, is this finally it? And then fucking when I wake up the next morning, it's right there. So I don't really know what else to say about it until hopefully I can go for another brain scan or see the neurologist and kind of see what happens. Yeah. It's not, it's too bad it's still going on. It, Anyways, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like like, and I'm not gonna try and play doctor here or anything like that but um you know you've been to the dentist did he like do you grind your teeth at night did he suggest a mouth guard for sleeping or anything like that this is that an option um is it too much coffee you talked about laying off your coffee for a little bit could caffeine be part of the problem i mean all those little things you can try right Exactly. So I've done. So I went to the dentist. Thought it was a abscessed tooth, but I just turned out I needed a cavity, so that was fixed. And then my teeth are fine. I don't really grind at night, so that's fine. Um, I was off the. I have been limiting the caffeine. I do uh, green tea, uh, and then I'll alternate between a mocha every couple of days. I am drinking a mocha now, so that doesn't really help. But uh, the caffeine, I don't know if it's been a big thing. And even when I was on the green tea for a week or two weeks, it was still there. And then I had a different type of headache because I had a caffeine headache. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was I just so that's why I was kind of alternating. That wasn't it. Um, he thinks it could be screen time. I don't know if that's it. I mean, obviously we're sc- staring at screens for a lot of it. Uh, thankfully through my work, I don't really have to stare at a screen, but we have so much downtime. I'm on a fucking phone, but luckily I work with people. So I try to have a conversation, uh, and that makes the night go by pretty quickly. But if that doesn't happen, we're on our phone and I try not to be on my phone. I just kind of sit outside and people watch. So that, that kind of helps. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Um, I don't know what else I could do. Like I'm still limiting screen time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, mm. I don't know. I mean, I got to rip apart my workbench today, so that'll give me something to do. And uh, 
you know, meeting up with a buddy tonight. So we'll see kind of what happens for there. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know what else to do until I we figure out what's going on. And you know, my biggest concern is that if he scans it, and nothing pops up. Then what's what's the next move? Yeah, you know, I don't know what it's going to be. Like, I I don't want to speculate what it was be because I don't want to put that in the world. But you don't know until you get it. So try not to worry about it. But at the same hand, it's a little concerning. Yeah, fuck like, whatever. What are you going to do? For like sure. I said, the pain is not as uh, not as intense as it has been, but it's still there. So we'll see what happens when it gets kind of rescheduled. Yeah. That's all yeah, I can do. That's strange. Can That's do. right. That's all I can do. That's all I can do. Yep. All right. Uh, before we touch on the big subject, um, at the end of every show, I always give a little speech, and it's um, I always say Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. We didn't really touch on this, but it is Black History Month this week. Yes. And. Um, you know, learn what you can, educate yourself on their culture and what happens and and whatever happens. And um, we've gone into it in the past. So I'm not going to go dive too deeply into it. But there is a local list of black charities you can donate to. We'll post them on our website. Uh, but a quick rundown. Hogan's Alley Society, Black Women Connect, the National Congress of Black Women Foundation, and the Black Lives Matter. Uh, we'll post all those websites. So if you want to donate to them, help them out, help their cause out, and uh, get them seen in the world, that's really what counts there. Uh, you want to add anything to that, or is that pretty much uh, it? <laughs> no, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I have added yeah. those. Uh, those are some good links. I had a quick look at them. They are posted on the website here now. Uh, so really good resources for you to check out. I'm going to dig into them a little bit further here, too. Yeah. yeah and thanks for bringing this up, because... Uh, the month flew by so fast that, uh, that we did kind of miss it, unfortunately, because, you know, we do like to talk about this stuff. So, yeah, check out those links. I also added some some other links on uh, reconciliation as well. So Sweet. so there's probably a good, um, oh, I don't know how many I added, good eight or ten different uh, links and stuff there with uh, some more reading for you to do and more learning for all of us to do. So So check those out. Yeah, keep learning. Donate if you can. I mean, everything a little bit helps. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hope that they get the respect that they deserve. And, you know, that's uh, that's the big thing there. Yes. Uh, yeah, it went by super quick. Educate yourself. Try to help out when you can. And uh, that's, that's that goes pretty much about it. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's get to the big topic here. Uh, we have a uh, war that has started because someone, as you like to say, is fucking screw loose. So here's what I'm trying to figure out. How did this start? Where are the building bricks for this war that fucking Putin has started? Is he just gone screw loose and wants control? Or has it like what? I, I don't know. I can't find the origin of it. Usually there's like there's something going on. You know, World War One, World War Two. You know, any of the fucking there's a war in Afghanistan. You know, there's stuff that's still there's a stuff. So this is two wars going on in the world right now. But where, where was the building block of this? Like, why did it start off the top? Well, yeah, I don't know if I'm the right person to be answering that, but yeah, know, of course, but I can't find it anywhere. Well, well, so here, I, yeah, here's here's sort of, um, and and again, you know what, the the history between these two countries goes back hundreds, hundreds if not of years. whatever, thousands of years or whatever, hundreds of years anyway, yeah. right? So there is a long history between these two countries, and obviously, Ukraine was part of the former Soviet Union. Uh, until all the countries uh, uh, split, so th- so there is a long 
confrontational history, I guess. However, most most recently, and again, this is probably just part of it, but most recently, the Ukraine has been talking about joining NATO. So I think I think a lot of it is it kind of stems from that. They share a Russia and Ukraine share a very long border. I think it's like twenty two hundred kilometers. Is it kilometers or miles? I'm not sure, but anyways, it's still it's still a big border, right? And I think Russia obviously was not too impressed with Ukraine talking about doing this because then, you know, all of the Western countries, including the United States, have just much easier access to uh, to Russia if ever something ever happened, right? So, so a lot of it, I think, stems from that. Uh, at least, at least that's what has led directly to this confrontation. It, it could okay. have been, uh, it was obviously building up, I think, until now, but I think that's what kind of kicked, kicked this off. And Putin is uh, obviously, for whatever reason, scared of all that. And he basically, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I don't know yeah. what he thinks he's going to accomplish by invading and taking over another country. Sure, there are parts of Ukraine, I think, that uh, that are like Crimea, where there are a lot of actual Russian citizens, like they still, like they, they probably would prefer to be part of Russia than the Ukraine for whatever reason, yeah. uh, like Crimea, like I said, and and those eastern sections of the Ukraine. There's been fighting in Ukraine for like for eight years, again, going way yeah. back before that. But this war basically started about eight years ago because there okay. are pro-Russian forces that have been that have been fighting the Ukraine in those eastern sections for a long time. So so again it's this is this is not new but obviously the full Russian military has moved in well not full but certainly they've 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 basically I, I read this morning that Kiev is now completely encircled by Russian troops and that's really sad. That's basically yeah, that that's basically trapping the 3 million citizens who live in that city. Uh, they've got no place to go. They can't even leave now, even if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what Putin's doing here. Is it is it greed? Is he scared of NATO? Is he has he completely lost it? Um, he's he's not only hurting the people of Ukraine, he's hurting his own citizens because now there are steps being taken to, you know, like sanctions and that sort of thing that are being taken that are going to hurt his people. Yeah. They aren't meant to like these aren't military sanctions. This isn't a this isn't the Western countries uh, you know supporting the Ukraine that way. I mean, yes, I think they're sending equipment and cash and all that kind of stuff to Ukraine to help the fight, but like they aren't getting involved in a in the battle. I guess that way in a military battle. Otherwise, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't, and yeah, I, don't I don't think a lot either. of other people understand what's what he's going to accomplish because he's basically shutting himself off from the rest of the world. Yeah, he, he really is, and uh, I don't think there's anything. Well, I don't. It's not that I don't think. It's just that there's nothing positive that's going to come from this. There's going to be innocent lives lost. Well, there has been yep. already, I think. Um, hundred percent. And I just, I, I really. I, I don't know. I don't know what to think or say. It's just an awful situation. And I, I don't know what the response of the world should be. Obviously, Trudeau and all those guys have come out and said, we support Russia or Ukraine and all that stuff. The funniest thing I saw was the very first thing to go was Deputy 
Premier Mike Farnwell has announced an immediate halt to importing and the sale of Russian liquor products. <laughs> I just laugh. That'll show them. Don't import their liquor. Fuck, for fuck's sakes. Uh, another thing that has popped up and that uh, hurts them a little more is that uh, the Canada and U.S. are disconnecting from some Russian banks, the, the SWIFT thing that you said. Yeah. And uh, just to summarize it, in the latest effort to punish Russia for its invasion of the Ukraine, the U.S., along with the European Commission, France, Germany, Italy, and the United Kingdom and Canada, will be disconnecting some Russian banks from SWIFT, the dominant system for global financial transitions. So that hurts them. And you had an article on that, which is, you know, um, I, I guess hit them in the pockets, but who knows how much money or whatever they can access that. Is it against, you know, I, I, I don't know what that, you know, hopefully that helps, but who knows what, what that's going to bring to it. Yeah. Well, SWIFT is a global banking system. It's basically a secure messaging service uh, that, um, like thousands of banks and other financial institu institutions use to communicate and transfer, well, have, you know, make trans transactions throughout the world. I, yeah. th I think a lot of countries pay Russia using this um, this service, like for gas. Like, so a lot of countries get their gas from Russia. Like Germany is a big one, of course. I think I think yep. payments are made through these through these types of systems. So so basically, a lot of these transactions now are not going to take place. So that is where it's hurting Russia is the pocketbook, and this is it is a significant. It's not just about you know, allowing the import or export of uh, goods to and from Russia. Uh, this is actually talking, uh, this is directly affecting their economy now, this by blocking yeah. this, uh, this SWIFT that it's called, uh, what is it? SWIFT stands for the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Communi Telecommunication. So that's, I think that's a pretty major step. And, and I think to get Germ a country like Germany on board that I think relies on Russian gas for like, up to 50% of their their energy uh, to get them on board is really significant because because uh, that's a lot of money to Russia. So uh, yeah. so that's really significant. Um, the other thing uh, that I'm hearing is that they are somehow going to. Well, I, I don't know that this is this is actually this is a, a suggestion or somebody. It's something that somebody was talking about, and it's something that would probably have a huge impact on Russia and that is to accept immigrants or or people who are willing to leave Russia uh, highly skilled individuals who can come over here and step right in and and you know make a difference with you know these highly professional jobs or or th things like that and basically offer these people easy access to like green cards in the states for example if these people were able to leave russia if there was a massive flow of these highly skilled people away from russia that they wouldn't have anybody left uh, or very few people left i guess to to kind of run the show i guess in their in their in their country so uh that is something that i've heard being talked about i don't know how easy it is for that to be implemented i suspect it could take a little bit of time i don't know yeah but that could hurts them as well so so i think there's a bunch of different things that you know that we are trying to do to to hurt russia you know it, it's sad because again you know it's not only you know we're trying to target putin and his government and all the people with money and stuff like that and power over there but it does hurt their people as well and that's really unfortunate but yeah. but i think um 
like they're caught in the middle and uh, and that's really sad i don't think there i mean there's protests in moscow and all over russia and belarus who's kind of sided with russia here i mean i think yeah. russia's basically taken over that country already um but there are people who are protesting putin and they're being arrested and thrown in jail and you know that's that's really yeah it's it's just really sad it's just uh i i don't know i don't know but you know i i guess you know they're hurting the people of ukraine as well right you yeah. know so I, i'm not saying i'm not saying either situations right but um you know if their people are getting hurt then hopefully maybe he'll he'll see that you know what's going on here and figure out that hey man that's this i guess i I went too far, but, but, but again, even let's say he even decides, fuck it. uh, I'm pulling out tomorrow. This was wrong. Uh, Like I I just, yeah, I I shouldn't have done this. What is like, what would happen to him? Right? Like, is there going to be any other punishment? Yes. There's sanctions and there's this swift and stuff like that. But I, I think what really needs to happen here is for him to either resign or somehow get overthrown. And I don't know how that's, I don't know how that'll happen, but. It's yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's it's, the thing. Even this ends. Yeah. Even if this ends right now, what is going to happen to Putin? Because there's just no way that he can continue to function in this world, and you know, like he just shouldn't be able to get away with this stuff, right? So yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, what's what's the um, what's I don't know, say punishment, but what what's what's going to happen to him? Like you can't can you take him to trial. Like what's where is it where is it going to end is he going to end up in jail i fuck yeah. in the jails like what what's going to happen yeah, yeah you're I, right that's uh that's an interesting question that we don't have the answer to <laughs> yeah so but there's yeah, i mean we could i think we can talk about this for hours and 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 again it's not like i know everything by any means and i'm here here's here's the i think the one important thing that people need to remember about all this yeah. in this internet age more than ever i mean there's been other conf there have been other conflicts recently and stuff and we've been having to have to deal with misinformation and stuff like that more than ever now you have to be careful with what you read on the internet or wherever because there's so much disinformation being pushed on both sides of the conflict you just you just don't yeah. know who to believe right so it's really important to try and do some fact checking, to try and go to sites that are doing the fact checking for us, because there are sites out there, and and uh, one of them I mentioned was a site called Belly. Uh, uh, what's it called? Belling, Belling cats. Belling cats. Yeah, it's yeah. just something I discovered recently. Recently, so they've. That's basically what they do: is they try and fact check everything that's going on and even pictures and videos and all that stuff that are coming from the from the conflict areas they try and because there's there's people are posting photos from something that happened 2 years ago and they're trying yeah. to pretend like it's so oh, this just happened this morning and you know that's just it's like so who do you believe here so uh it's really important to kind of okay if you read something just think about it a little bit who's what is the source what is being said where is this information coming from you know and then and then go from there and read read about it some more right before before retweeting it even you know that's the thing if yeah. you're sharing something make sure it's true don't share shit just because oh you read it and maybe you agree with it or you read it and you don't disagree with it and you're saying fuck this or whatever uh research, research and learn a fact check before you share a lot of this stuff cuz you know, you're just a, you're just part of the problem. If you if you start sharing shit that's 
that's false, not true, you're you're part of the problem. So yeah, uh, you know, so don't be doing that. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, and you know, I wish. You know, you can say the same thing about COVID when it started, all this fucking anti-vaxxer and all this shit. for sure. Even the truck protests and stuff. Like, who do you believe? I mean, you can see it through your own eyes. The the truth finally does come out eventually. You got to read through the bullshit. But, you know, we shouldn't have to do that. It should be an honest kind of reporting. There's there's so much shit out there, but you need to be able to fact check it. There was a, a through that Bellingcat. There's a great uh, art sub article. It says a beginner's guide to social media verification, and I read that this thing. There's some things you can do to fact check the photos and reverse search them if you if you want to. But and, you know, and you're right. Before you do share, spend the time. Make sure it's right before you hit that retweet button or or whatever you're gonna do for it. But yeah, the whole thing is just it's it's just so fucked up. And I, I what you've been echoing on the last couple of weeks is that he's just got he's got a fucking screw loose in his head. You know, like yeah. why why do this? It's I just I don't understand. I and mean, that's why I was trying to find the building blocks to figure out why he was doing it. And the, you know, the border thing makes sense and and all that stuff. And that's stuff you've read about before. But you know, can't you just let that go? Is his ego too big for that? Is it come? Does it come down to an ego thing? Like. I just I, I don't know what the answer is, and it's it's really sad. And innocent people are dying, and people are being taken to war. And you've probably seen those clips about the guys hugging their kids for the last time. There's a guy in a green jacket against the window with his daughter in a pink look like hoodie, and that's been floating around. Again, I don't know if that's real or not, but yeah. it's, it's you know it does hurt you a little bit. You're like holy fuck, and uh, it becomes. Um, it becomes it becomes real. It's yeah. it sucks. The whole thing sucks. Well, I mean, things like that. Even if that photo, I guess itself, is not real, you know, it's happening because families are leaving. But the the husbands, the fathers, the you know, a lot of the people are staying behind to fight, and um, yeah. you know, so families are being split apart, and that's really sad. So, uh, yeah. one other thing that people are doing, or you know, to kind of combat. Putin and Russia here are the hackers. I mean, yes. I mean, there's there's hackers on both sides. I mean, yep. the Russian hackers have been blamed for so many things, including the the uh, 2016 uh, election in the states. I believe. I think they they played a big part in in kind of what happened with all that. And um, you know, so there's there's hackers on both sides. But the anonymous community, I think, as they are. They are known as they're known as anonymous, but they are yeah. they are a community of hackers, and they've gone in and they are basically trying to hack the shit out of everything to do with Russia because <laughs> they've apparently taken down the websites of the government itself in Russia, all kinds yeah. of other um, you know government websites, even some of the media. I think they've uh, like even the TV station. There is the RT station. Obviously, the RT is. Uh, I think they broadcast in English here, and I don't know if they are broadcasting from Russia or someplace in the United States. But you know, like on cable, like anybody can go watch RT TV, and it's in English, and it's but it's total Russian propaganda. Like so, oh, yeah. it's obviously pro-Russia commentary and opinion and that sort of stuff. So, but uh, but I think what they did, the Russian station itself, I think Anonymous went in and hacked them. And I think what they did was they replaced their programming with a lot of content that like videos except for example of what is actually happening in the Ukraine right now. So instead of all yeah. this Russian propaganda, you're actually seeing uh footage uh of what is really happening. 
and what Russia is doing to the Ukraine. So, so a lot of that, you know, so that is happening as well. Lots of hacking. What else did I want to say? Oh, another thing to do with kind of technology here, though, with with the conflict. Uh, hey, let's let's call it war because that's what's happening here. He's invaded yep. Ukraine, so let's not try and sugarcoat it. But uh, the other thing that's happening is Telegram is is really used widely in Europe, especially. Telegram, I think, is a Russian app. Like, I think it was formed in Russia. I think they may have offices and stuff elsewhere. But a lot of people over there have been using, I think, Telegram to communicate what's been going on. And it's not officially being used by the government of Russia, but I heard that a lot of the people within the military have been using it, and even some of the soldiers and stuff like that have been using it. Apparently, there's been leaked channels that have been you know, talking about what's been going on and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the situation around the war and some info and some things that have been happening. And uh, one leak, for example, came out, I read it this morning, is that uh, the Russian general staff has ordered troops to take Kiev by Monday, no matter what the cost of human life. And, uh, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so... Apparently that was confirmed by Bellingcat, by the way. So, um, so it's things like that. Which, on the other hand, I guess you know we do see kind of firsthand. We 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 see we see the war being played out on social media, including some of these. Uh, Telegram is like Signal. We, we, I love yeah. we, you know we talk about Signal all the time. Signal is a they're both private messaging apps. Signal, by the way, is a lot more secure than Telegram, um, yeah. and people should be using Signal, anyways. Uh, so, so there's a lot of footage coming out from all sources. You know, again, you have to fact check, but but this this a lot of it is being available. You know, we can go. We have got live video on YouTube and stuff like that. So, from different sources and like webcams and and all that kind of stuff. Like we can basically watch some of this unfold on live on tv and social media and you know it's 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 kind of kind of scary that we can actually do that now but so uh, this some of the information is just available firsthand and that's what kind of technology provides us today so so it's kind of cool but obviously we you know we shouldn't be going through this in the first place like we shouldn't no we shouldn't have we shouldn't be able to ac- have access to this stuff because it just shouldn't be happening so there's so many questions. I have so many questions. Are we going to talk about it and what we've read and and how do we move forward from here? But I, I don't know. Like, where's the Bellingcat's a great place to search out information if you're looking for it. I I've never heard of this website until you sent it this morning. So I'll, I I got distracted and read a bunch of stuff on there. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. look at this! <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a great website. And again, we'll post that web link on our webpage, allmenhealercoms.com. Yeah. Sure. But there's a bunch of. Uh, who do you believe? What do you do? All we know is there's conflict or war happening in Russia right now, and the fuck, it's just it's just brutal. Yeah, it's just, Here, I, I don't know what else to say. Sorry, sorry. So one other one other thing, real quick. Uh, people yeah. people in the Freedom Convoy were calling or comparing Trudeau to Hitler. I I just I, I can't believe that people feel that way or think that way and said such bullshit. You want to take a look at the new Hitler? It's it's Putin. It's, oh, yeah. it's, you know, he's, he is, uh, this is, this is a, this has the potential to be a very serious war, probably bigger than anything that's happened since World War II. So, um, yeah, so, so that, yeah, that's, and, and 
Yesterday when I was out, um, I happened across the, I won't call it a protest. I guess it was maybe a protest, but it was a demonstration, I guess, to, you know, for, to stand with Ukraine. Then there were, okay. a, there were a shit load of people outside the art gallery. And so I was uh, standing around mostly from a distance because there were a lot of people there and some weren't wearing masks and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, yeah. anyways, uh, so I was watching from a, from a bit of a distance and uh, obviously a very concerned but peaceful crowd and, um, you know, displaying their, well, hate. They're displaying their hate for Putin and for what yep. he's doing over there right now. So anyways, I really felt for those people because a lot of them have families over there and uh yeah it really sucks at, at, so at the same time though um at the same time that was happening around the corner is a bunch of dumb fucks who are still protesting over freedoms oh yeah now yeah, yeah. so 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 that's the thing you know you have you have this situation in ukraine and what's going on there and it's and it's really sad and basically a dictator's coming in and trying to take over their country uh, and these people still complaining about, you know, the COVID restrictions and the mandates uh, have no idea what the word freedom stands for. Really means. They, they, yeah. they have no idea what it really means. And it's just fucking stupid. Like, like talk about fucking a real, reality check, man. Like, give your fucking yeah. head a shake. You know, these people have families who are being bombed uh just down the street and they are concerned over their livelihoods and you're talking about fucking vaccination mandates and masks uh, on the other fucking corner down the street like fuck you like it's just fuck i just i I, you know i want to fucking go kick all those guys in the head because there's again there's something wrong with them there really is uh and you know what but what brings this war even What's even crazier, like war is not a good thing, but either as this pandemic. And if you calculate the two, like what happens, I like to, for shits and giggles before we started, I look, went looking for Russian COVID numbers. <laughs> Can't find it anymore. It's all taken over by uh, the war that's happening. But, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and it's alive and well. And there was a one point where Russia had super huge numbers. Yeah. So, you know, COVID's still happening over there, you know, we'll... You know, is it going to be a factor in it? What if it goes through one of the quote unquote good guys groups? Like, will it rip down, take out the reporters? Will it take out the bad guys? Like, you don't really know what's going to happen. Is it going to mutate further there? You know, that could be the even scarier thing. So, you know, adding that layer on top of already a shitty layer is not a good recipe for anything. No, definitely not. So, yeah, these, like you said, the truckers need to give like it's that should be fucking done it's done and we talked about this last week but it did get shut for the majority of it got shut down last week it's still happening in small groups and when i was driving home yesterday up gravel street to head into delta there are all these guys coming out i'm hawking my horn fucking flipping him the bird outside <laughs> all these guys and i'm just like come on guys like and there there was i'm not even shitting there's about 150 cars coming up gravel street heading toward downtown uh for flags draped down the things Oh, Canada playing on their speakers yeah. like their shitty fucking Ford. I'm like, come on, guys. There's bigger things happening. Just stop, you guys. What? There's nothing left to do, dudes. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like your your main company, your main organization in Ottawa got shut down. Like, 
you guys are just stragglers. And like you mentioned, and we've mentioned past couple weeks, don't these guys have to work? Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, this this world's falling apart, and we don't know what to do. No, for sure. Pat King is still in jail, by the way, and that's fucking yes. awesome. He was denied bail. So was Tamara. What the fuck is her last name? Oh, I said I wasn't going to mention their names last time, but anyways, oh, they can go fuck, fuck themselves that. and rot in jail. So, oh, the funny thing is, Pat King. I think when when uh, they were trying to decide when the judge was contemplating whether or not to to deny him bail or let him free. Uh, I think his Pat King's lawyer said something about, oh, we've got a pandemic now and maybe it's not safe for him to be in jail. Well, fuck you. That is so yeah. fucking funny when I read that, man, because like here he is fucking fighting every single thing against it and he doesn't believe in it and he doesn't care and it's not a problem and people shouldn't worry about it. Here he is now trying to use that He's- as an excuse for him not to be in jail. Yeah, the fucking dumbass. Wouldn't it be sweet justice if he caught COVID? Yeah, yeah, but, like, but, think but about caught, that. Yeah, just, you know, yeah, yeah I'm not, not going to speculate, not go further, yeah. but just put run that through your head. Like, when sweet justice guy who met and said it doesn't exist, doesn't real, and he caught it, and whatever happens, happens. If he fights it, awesome. If he doesn't fight it, awesome. Fuck, you, you're rolling the gambit, and we've been saying that forever. Yeah. Get the fucking vaccine, save lives. That's right. Uh, that's it. That's all it's about. I mean, it's not going to prevent it, but if you do catch it, it'll help you fight it off. And all these guys, the leader gets it. Oh, fuck. That's sweet justice. Like, sweet justice. Not wishing death on harm or anybody, but you never know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, it's, it's, it's a crazy time. We're living in a crazy, even like two years ago, COVID. Uh, fuck, it's a crazy time. I, uh, I had a buddy come over. A couple days ago, we're trying to lay off this topic now. Let's talk about happier things and drinking beers and playing video games. So I had a buddy guy come over the other day, and um, we we're playing old school Super Nintendo. Oh, and, nice! Uh, because it's still, even though I have a nice fancy PS Five, it's awesome to play with by yourself. There's not a lot of couch co-op. I can't invite you over to play a, a game called Last of Us because it's only one player. But I can invite you over and we can play Top Gear, which is a racing game and whip around and have a couple drinks and, and talk about life. But we were reflecting on two years ago. So two years ago, pretty much when we started this podcast, it was during COVID. It's been our COVID baby and I'm happy about it. But we started this podcast because we wanted to hang out, but we weren't able to see each other because of the restrictions and all that shit. And, you know, it's for that first year of COVID during the pandemic, it was very touch and go. We didn't know what information was real. We didn't know what was happening. We saw all these numbers. We saw it stay indoors. Like the city was a fucking ghost town. And I don't know if you remember it. It's, you know, but like walking through the streets, like all the windows and shops are all boarded up and, and, and all this shit was happening and you don't really know. But you fast forward to now when we've kind of gotten you know, past that and data has come out that shows the vaccine has been developed and a lot of us are vaccinated. There's the idiots who aren't, but whatever it is, what it is. But, you know, the world's starting to pick up. But then you compare it against the war that's happening. Again, all those shops have been boarded up. People are fucking dying. You know, it's it, it becomes, it, it all becomes, you think of the bigger picture here. And if you're all just vaccinated and, and ready to rock, this would have been over a long time ago. And, just you know that could have been the quote-unquote end of covid but it's not it's never going to really be the end this virus is here around to stay but you know it would have been one less thing to worry about one less 
article of bullshit in our lives compared to whatever is this war is happening now. It's it's such a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, yeah, it is for sure. Um, yeah. And I guess you bring up another point about things being boarded up. Well, yeah, I think what's happened in in you in Kiev this weekend is the mayor has basically told everybody. Uh, well, basically, I think that there's a uh, a curfew in place, and you can't you're not allowed to go out at all. I think until tomorrow, because they want to. Well, number one, they want to keep people safe, but number two is they want to focus on obviously the Russian troops invading and. You know, they think, you know, if you go out, uh, you're risking getting confused or getting mistaken for the Russian troops and you might just end up getting killed. Right. So, so, so again, so that's what losing your freedom is, man. Like if you, if you got to stay home because there's a war going outside your front door, I mean, I mean, Hey, that's your, your freedoms are being taken away there. Uh, masks and the vaccine mandates. Fuck. That's just fucking stupid. So, uh, by the way, I would just want to mention if you're, well, you're a boxing fan. You're, you're, you like, uh, boxing, right? Yeah. So I'll watch a good boxing fight. Uh, well, did you know that, uh, Vitaly Klitschko is the mayor of, uh, Kiev right now? I didn't, I did not know that. Well, he's been involved in politics, I think for, quite some time uh didn't he even try to run for the leadership of uh leader of ukraine are they a prime minister or a premier or a prime minister or president there i can't even remember i think it's a president yeah anyways also yeah yeah. that that president of ukraine is pretty cool right now so anyways i'm 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 digressing here all over the place but oh no yeah klitschko klitschko is the mayor there and um um yeah he's he's the one who actually under his government ordered the the curfew here for this weekend so uh hopefully it's helping and people are staying safe so i mean it's it's what what are you gonna what else are you gonna do right he you know it's uh you want to keep your people safe and that's you know sometimes you have to take these steps in order to do that trudeau trudeau invoked the emergency act there a couple weeks ago hey it's the first time ever people were upset People didn't think it was necessary, but he did it, and it actually helped. And um, sometimes, you know, you got to kind of take these serious steps in order to protect people. So it's true. Um, I think one, one last thing I want to talk about is apparently there are going to be a talks between the two sides, Russia and uh, Ukraine, apparently tomorrow. Uh, at the border with Belarus, where Ukraine meets Belarus, I don't know if it's going to lead to anything, but it sure be nice if if things stopped immediately. So I don't know. Yeah, call a truce at least for now, and fucking then deal with whatever you need to deal with. That'll be an interesting conversation. I would love to be a fly on the wall for that one. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <sighs> All right, let's move on. Uh, two more same shit, different day things. COVID still alive and well, but here in BC, they finally announced that we're gonna finally get free rapid <laughs> tests coming. Yeah, but that's only to seventy, like the age group seventy plus. So you know, is it a win? Yes, but it's still kind of a lose because a seventy-year-old's not really going out. They're not really, I mean, generalizing, but they most of them, I'm assuming, retired at sixty-five, if not seventy. So. Why are these guys who are staying at home most of the time getting access to rapid tests? That's the big question. But you can argue argue that their safety and life is more at risk because of COVID and what it does to older people. And we have the opportunity to bounce back. But it's still a fucking pain in the ass. They should offer them to everyone. They apparently have warehouses stacked full of these fucking shit. But, uh, 
you know, it's still, you know, it still yeah. breaks the question. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Give it to the guys, the working class who have the opportunity to spread it, not the ladies. And I mean, give it to everybody. That's what I. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Don't yeah. give it included to seventy plus. Give it to everybody, especially the working class. Hey, I don't feel good. I can take a rapid test at home. Oh fuck, I have COVID. I'm going to stay at home for five days and get myself better before I have the opportunity to spread it. You know, that's really what should happen, but. That's just another fucking thing that makes me shake my head. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I shake my head about that too, because the other provinces have distributed these testing kits um, for free for months now. Well, I don't know how yeah. long, for for quite a while anyways. So I don't know why, no, it's been uh, I don't know why the government of BC just didn't jump on board with that as well. So why did they hoard these things uh, in the warehouses for such a long time? I mean, there have been... They have given out kits, but only to a select group of people when necessary, right? So other yeah. people have tried to pur- purchase them here in BC, and I think they've ended up spending like a couple hundred dollars for, for a package of these tests or something like that. That's like, who is charging these outrageous amounts when, again, they should be free? When they are free yeah. anyplace else in Canada. Uh, so what took them so long here? I, I don't know. Can't figure that out. I suppose one good thing and we talked about it last time was how they've they are not lifting some of these restrictions like the vaccine mandates or masks and stuff like that because you know what come tuesday i think there's basically no restrictions in alberta anymore yeah fucking kenny is just is just open things (laughs) wide open right so uh, i'm glad that's not happening here yet um people from alberta should stay home for now and Although I'm supposed to go for a visit uh, next month, I think April first, I'm heading for a family visit. Uh, oh, I'm hoping you, things you, you, have calmed down again. So, so we'll see. Are you driving or going to fly? No, I'm I'm yet? I'm flying again because flights were so damn cheap. I got a return flight with a bag each way. I think I paid 170 bucks. That's like that's in total, right? Like, that's fuck, awesome. Yeah, that's unheard of. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am flying. I'm sure. I, I think the mandates on flights is still unchanged, as far as I know. So I think masks are still required, regardless of where you are in Canada. I think you still need to wear a mask on your on your flight and in airports. You know. So I'm not too concerned there. I don't know that you have to. Wasn't there a, a vaccine mandate for even flying yeah, for, no, for passengers? Is that still in place? Yeah. So you have to prove uh, even domestic you're, flights. You have to prove that you're vaccinated in order to get on a plane. Is that right? I know it's international for sure. Yeah, uh, I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think it domestic. is for domestic. And when I flew out, when did I go last time? September. Yeah, like that, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember having to have to show vaccination status at that time. I don't. No, I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. Fuck, that's too long ago already. Can't remember shit. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm not. You know, I was concerned at that time. You know, hey, what can I do? I'm I'm going to protect myself. I'll wear a double mask if I need to, like I did last time. And it's yeah. an hour flight. Uh, hopefully, everything's cool. I'm triple vaccinated, so whatever. Yeah, we'll see. We're doing the best we can. Uh, and obviously, your parents who you're going to visit are vaccinated. Everything's yeah. good on their end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still good. They've they've uh, they're triple vaxxed. They haven't been sick. And uh, obviously, I don't want to bring anything to them. But uh, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, so far so good. Maybe tell them to get one of these rapid test kits and take a test before you see them. Well, it's 
it's not a bad idea and obviously i'm hoping that uh to hoping to do the same right like i should be able to do the same before flying out i should be able to test myself and just feel at ease i guess that i'm not at least at that moment i'm not sick or i'm not positive right so yeah uh so that's why these that's exactly why these kits should have been made available to everybody a long time ago you know what's fucking bullshit is uh, I quite, I mean, I don't even know about now, but I really enjoy traveling to the USA. Cheaper gas, cool groceries, cool different types of things, different stores. You see a bunch of different shit if you're looking for shopping. Obviously, shit's hit the fans since the Black Lives Matter protest in Seattle and all this shit. I love spending time in Seattle. It was a great city, but I don't, I'm kind of afraid to go there now, to be honest. But we'll see what happens. But in order for a Canadian to go into the States now to get gas or look shopping or do something, whatever it is, you need to pay for a test to come back. Yeah. So you have to get a rapid test done that's free. You have to pay the company, whether a pharmacy, it has to be initiated or issued by a like a pharmacy or a doctor's or fucking office. And it's $45 US, which is 65 Canadian, to get a test to come back into Canada. Who's pocketing this money, man? Like, where's this money? If it's being donated, perfect. But who's getting this fucking cash that you're paying for? It, yeah. It's, you know, to take two people, you know, that you're 120 bucks to cross the border. For what? Like, just to visit? No, like, this is, like, where's this money going? It's such a pain in the ass. Like, and if you have to fly, you have to get a test done. You know, there's another 120 bucks, but you can't do the rapid test. You have to do the fucking PCR test. Which hurts? Have you had a PCR test done? Well, a PCR test is the stick up the, the nose, nose and stuff. Yeah, so if, yeah, for yeah. sure I have. When I was uh, when I had my little health setback there in whatever October, I had yeah. uh, I was tested what three times I think. The first one was they fucked it up somehow. I think the sample got destroyed in transit to the lab. Um, but I was tested. Oh, I was tested in hospital. Uh, so one, two, three, well, I think it was at least three times anyways. And yeah, it's, and yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but, it's uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it hurts. anyway, uh, it is what it is. So I was, uh, still working at Canada Post at the time and there was an outbreak at our depot. So we all got called back and there was a nurse on site giving us PCR tests yeah. and fuck, I don't know if she knew what it was doing, but <laughs> oh, fuck's sakes. It like she it went up my nose. I talked to Elvis for four seconds, and that was that. <laughs> like it, it stung a little bit, but uh, yeah, where's this money going? You know, and everything costs so much. You know, just as we think we're getting ahead and you're saving money, shit hits the fan. You got to pay extra to go somewhere, but you got a great deal. So that's, I mean, I'm fucking stoked for you. You going for two weeks, ten days? What are you doing? Uh, eight days, I guess. Uh, eight days, seven nights. I don't know, something like that. Something Friday like that. to that's Friday, a- I'm going. So. Uh- yeah, so it'll be a nice uh, week off for me as well. Nice nice little break. I'm sure it'll go by quick. Uh, yeah. Help out, see the family, do what I can. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. For sure. Yeah, fuck. It's, uh, it's, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. Uh, I don't even have music this week. Do you got me anything? Did you find no, a pick of the week this no, week? No, you know what? Uh, I'm, when it comes to tunes, at least, I'm kind of... Uh, I didn't have a good week for checking out any new music anyways uh i am my subscription my has expired for spotify so so i haven't even tried uh playing around with it see that's the thing if if i get ads right away i'm not going to even bother um but you mentioned using the web app or the web player that uh, there are no ads so i'm not too concerned about it so yeah Yeah. like i said i i'll i'll maybe check out my just my playlist like my 
release radar, discover weekly and stuff like that for some, I might still do that, but I've been playing around with the, you know, and I, I, I've talked about this before, but even more so now, since I dumped Spotify, I've been playing with Plex amp. Plex amp is the audio or the music player for people who have paid for a Plex pass. Yep. Uh, you do require the Plex pass membership, uh, in order to, to use it. Um, it's fucking, it's so good. It's like I said, I've got a big digital collection of music. It's just, it's just, you know, you can play directly to my, uh, Sonos speaker system. Uh, but you can, you know, obviously do the basic stuff, you know, searching for artists and, and, uh, you know, all those, all the typical things that you can do, but, uh, like just some of the like you can play different compilations, you can play different styles of music, you can play moods, like you can just, you could, there's just, there's some, what's the word I'm looking for that's so good for, with Spotify? There's some um, curating going on there as well. Yeah. Uh, not Now it's not dependent necessarily on what you play, but they curate based on, you know, the types of music, uh, the style of music, the mood of music. So it will compile different playlists based on those different things. So that just means I've got, you know, I've got so much music. I'm going to be end up list. If I choose one of those playlists or whatever, um, I'm going to be hearing stuff that I haven't heard in a long time, or quite honestly, I've got some stuff in my collection that I've probably have never listened to that's how uh you know how it is it's just you know you you kind of collect things and you you know you you find some music um and you intend on listening to it and but you never get around to it because something else comes up and you know anyways there's there's lots of great music out there and i'm i'm enjoying the plex amp uh, um they're always working on it they're always tinkering it and playing around with it it's it's just it's really cool so it's worth that itself is worth the 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 Plex Pass subscription, I guess, if you want to call it that. You can you can buy a lifetime subscription for whatever hundred forty bucks or something like that. So, yeah, my uh, I don't use Plex. Uh, my dad does though. He has a Plex server set up. He's good to go. So we, yeah. he runs Plex throughout the house. I'm the only one who I have the login for it, but I don't use it. I just get whatever I want, use VLC, and open it up, and I'm I'm good to go that. Yeah. Way. But uh, yeah, Plex, the whole thing, the whole network, the whole idea behind Plex is fucking awesome. And you said, don't you have a Plex server up and running and that your sister can log in and watch shit too? Does yes. That, yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my mom, my sister can access some of the stuff in my collection and, and whatever. So it's, yeah, it's really cool to share yeah, that's awesome. some, some things that way. So. Uh, yes, it's all legal, by the way. And, uh, oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so that's cool. Uh, one sad bit of news to bring things down again. Mark Lanigan. Mark Lanigan. <laughs> it's what we do. Yeah, for sure. I know, Mark man. Lanigan, Fuck. Gary Brooker from Procol Harum and Dallas Good from the Sadies were the three artists or musicians, I think, who passed away recently. And they're all younger. Well, Gary, Gary Brooker's uh, a little bit older. Um, Procol Harum's been around for for many years still he was in his 70s i believe but yeah mark lanigan that was a big shocker for me i don't know what happened there i still don't know um it's not it hasn't been released yeah it's just yeah it sucks we're losing yeah. all these people and for for various reasons and some of them are just far too young it's too bad 
It sucks. It sucks. Um, I know you had a lot of sports talk stuff. Do you want to talk about sports? Well, no, no, I don't. And a lot of it just goes kind of back to, <laughs> you know, what's happening in the Ukraine and stuff like that, you know, um, you know, and whether or not we should, you know, start banning some of the Russian players from the sports leagues. And, you know, for example, the Formula One canceled the Grand Prix there in Sochi. Uh, I, I forget when that was supposed to be held. But, you know, so things like this are happening. Poland refused to play the World Cup qualifying match against Russia, so stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just, you know, there's talk about, okay, should we allow Russia to 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 field a squad of players for the World Junior Championships that are playing, that are being held in Alberta uh, later this summer? Uh, they were postponed, of course, from... December, January, recently because of COVID. So that's been rescheduled, you know. So do we ban these players from participating? You know, it sucks, but hey, I, I guess a message has to be sent to to Putin, right? So yeah. you're going to do this stuff. Well, you know, we don't like... It's not the players who are at fault here. Uh, many of them, who knows what the, how they feel about the whole situation, but you'd have to think that they're not... You know, they're not siding with Putin. Sure, they might be Russian players, but do how do they re- feel, really feel about what's going on? I don't know. Anyways, is it is it right to punish the players? Uh, most people probably say no, leave politics out of it. But you know what? At some point, you got to fucking draw a line, man. And when it's something this yeah. serious, then hey, maybe maybe it's time just to make sure these you know tell these people not to bother coming over, right? So I think a hundred percent. I think you do. I think you punish. I mean, obviously they weren't. I think you have to. Uh, and it's, again, it's, it's further cements that message, whether it being morally right or not. But I mean, it's for the betterment. Like, fuck it. They're banning liquors. They might as well fucking <laughs> ban the players. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for sure. there it is. Like, I mean, do you think a fucking liquor guy creating a sort of gin has anything to do with the war? No, but you ban the liquor. So let's ban the players, ban anyone. Uh, so yeah. yeah, it's it's shitty, but let's let you got to hit him where it hurts. You know, eventually. One sports nut who has an influence over people will speak up and be like, this is not right. And hopefully get the fucking other wing nuts to follow him. And, you know, that's, that's all we can do. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, too, is, is Putin is a sports fan. Like he's, you yeah. know, he's a, he is a hockey fan. Um, you know, so, you know, because he has, because he's passionate about it, does um, telling these players to stay home, will that kind of... <laughs> You know, that's that's not the same as money or anything like that, or, of course, people's lives. But, uh, you know, simple, some, something simple like that, will it uh, just obviously add it on to all of these other restrictions and, and, and things um, and sanctions that we're, you know, that we're, that we're putting on him and his country? You know, will it, yeah. will it tell him to, will he clue in and say, all right, enough's, enough's enough, I, I was wrong. Let's put a stop to this right now. So, I fucking hope. Hope so. so yeah, that's hope. Well, I think that's it. I'm good. I did downer episode today, but you know, it's, well, it's, it's, it's life. Uh, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. There's a lot of shit going on. There's lots to talk about, and yeah, some of it's not always good. That's for sure. That's just sadly, it's the world we live in right now. So, yeah, it's true. And but it, it is important to talk about this stuff. Like I was going to cancel this week to get my shit up and running, but you know we have a. We have a very limited audience, but you still have an audience of people who listen to us and stuff. And, you know, if we gave them any sort of insight or fill them in or help anybody out with any of the shit we talked about, including the Black Lives Matter stuff, like hopefully 
you know, hopefully we are doing our part to make a difference. Even though we're not as educated as we want to be or deep dived in as much as we want to be, we are trying to just start the conversation and, and that's where it starts and that's how it helps people. For sure. And even something simple like telling somebody to maybe, you know, do a little research before they start sharing something that may not be true, right? Even something yeah. simple like that, you know, make people think a little bit and, hey, is there the sound, this, this, this whatever this photo it just doesn't seem right you know maybe it's not true maybe i should look into it before sharing it with my friends or something like that or my family right yeah. so even simple something simple like that maybe people will uh people who listen to us will maybe kind of kind of understand that a little bit more and think about things think about their actions before you know doing some research and then and then deciding at that point after what's best and what they should do. So let's call it there. Uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcast from Apple podcast, Amazon, Stitcher, TuneIn, And of course, Google podcasts, black indigenous and people of colors. Lives matter. Fuck cancer. Science is real. Get vaccinated and don't be an ass. Wear your goddamn mask. If you like this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you didn't like this podcast, we'll try harder next week. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. So, you just wasted between 15 minutes and 2 hours of your time? Was it worth it? Nope. But you have more time to kill, you say? Find out about everything you just listened to and more at oldmenwhoyellatclouds.com. 